Security in a digital world has never been more important. So why aren't more designers engaged in it? Security of digital systems has long been the responsibility of developers and engineers. But now that security is a day-to-day -day topic for consumers, how do things need to change? What needs to be done to ensure that personal data, personal dwellings, and products at large are safer and more secure? This week we're joined with Survey. Actually, this is our first episode, so it's not really this week, it's the first week. We're joined with Survey from over at Raft, who is also friends with Chus, uh, the co-host over at Let's Fix Things. And Survey, I think the first thing we should start out is giving a baseline for what we mean when we say security. Uh, yeah, yeah, good one. We mean all the, the safe being of digital assets, uh, being images, data, whatsoever, everything you can put online, basically. And so why, why, at this point, has it become important for designers? Well, it always has been. <laughs> but no, well, okay, <laughs> good point. But why are we talking about it now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you see it more and more in the news where things go wrong. And before, we would always look at the IT department. But uh, I think uh, it's, it's time that we as designers pick up our role uh, as well in this discussion to, uh, to see how we can prevent these kind of things. Yeah, so the, the biggest hack that just happened in recent memory was uh, Equifax in the U.S., uh, which controls a lot of your private information, which allows you to open bank accounts or get IDs within the U.S. And so this is pretty critical. And for a lot of, uh, for a lot of these situations, I think there's two types of security. One is on the consumer side and one is on the, uh, the corporate side. But let's just start out on the consumer side that previously, a lot of times, designers simply treat security or protection of digital assets as, oh yes, and there is this kind of thing, mm -hmm. but oh, the application is what I really need to focus on. And we, we have a problem with that. Yeah, 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 we definitely have. It's, it's, you as a designer are representing the user in this case. So this also means that you have to think about the safety of um, the data that is gonna put in your application or website or whatever it is. As soon as a user is handing over something to you, you need to take responsibility over that. That means that we as designers need to start educating ourselves on uh, what are best practices and maybe also challenge ideas when we think things are going wrong. So let me cue off one word you used, which was responsibility. Right? For the longest time, designers have been saying, oh, I want a seat at the table. But somehow that just means in a lot of these cases that they want a seat to look at the product UI and the usability and the aesthetics of it Yet, when they think about password protection or two-factor authentication, all of a sudden it becomes, oh yeah, just, just white label that. And realistically, it is a responsibility, you could almost say it is a fiduciary responsibility, to use fancy words, uh, of designers to take very seriously that the applications they are using, at this point, any application that is being designed is collecting data, and yet designers don't seem to think through those implications or think through the best way to protect those digital assets. And that is a real shortcoming that I think both of us see and, and collectively at Raft we see within the discipline of design that there needs to be somebody stepping up and saying this is important within the team that you're working on. Yeah, exactly. It's As a designer, you're not only responsible for the aesthetics. Especially within UX design, your role is, is bigger than that. It all starts with looking at a user flow and not only focusing on the happy scenarios, but also look at the, at the things where uh, you can have a true impact and uh, helping the user out. Um, so, of course, that means optimizing to get a task done. 
but it also means taking those steps to help the user get a secure experience. I think one of the things that you just mentioned about the happy flow is one of the situations that may distract designers from security. Right? People will think, oh, sign up is just one time, but I'm using the app every day. Password recovery is just going to happen once a year, but I'm using the app every day. But when those types of breaches happen, they, they can be incredibly detrimental. And in the case of Equifax, can be detrimental to somebody's life if somebody steals their identity. right? And so this isn't something that right now should occupy 1% or 2% of the time of developing an application. right? Developers, after they work with code, they have penetration testing. They have threat modeling. They have all these different types of tools that allow them to see where threats are going to come from. And yet designers don't have any of that. Designers continually say, let's look at the key user scenarios, the key flows. But none of those really seem to incorporate what are key privacy concerns that we need to consider. And I think that's what we need to advocate for and what we need to change. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And there, it's, uh, it's always a balancing act. It's a balancing act between a good user experience and security. Um, but as a designer being educated on the facts, knowing where you can sort of cut corners and where at some point you need to take a stance is, is I think, mandatory uh, when we move forward within this field. Well, if you're a designer and don't understand what makes a good password, if your passwords are still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or password one, you're already going to have a problem there, right? So understanding what makes a good password, what two-factor authentication is. And then we, we're just touching on this, right? We're doing passwords. But within the realm of security, this is also about different types of identity protection. So biometric, facial recognition. There's all different ways that we can approach security just from an identity protection point of view. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that's one point. But then even imagine that even when something happens, lock those things in, right? Don't open everything. I think I think it's called the the the, the Titanic. What's what's it called? The Titanic issue or something like that, where it, the 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 compartments didn't work. But in the end, that's the idea. You need to create these boxed-in ah. silos. Yes, to yeah, solve the, the problem of get, getting lost everything, basically. Yeah. So what you're talking about is within a ship that the sections of a ship are compartmentalized. So if water gets in one area, it's not allowed to get into other areas and sink the ship. Exactly. Containerize yeah. the experience to make sure that you, um, when something uh, is being harmed or compromised in some kind of way, that it doesn't trickle down and just m moves over everything over the, over the fence, basically. So that, that's a nice point to say that what we talked about at the first part of this was purely around protection. But designers need to have their own tools for threat modeling. When there is a hack, when something occurs that compromises the system, uh, again, designers will say, oh yeah, there is a situation that, you know, that happens, but whatever, we'll just let somebody else worry about that. Those should be key scenarios that you are looking at. Just because they may only happen once every five years or maybe never happen, when it does happen, they are the most important things. I think a great example of this is survey. You and I worked for an airline uh, maybe four years ago, and we had um, the responsibility to design the dark site. And for people who don't know what a dark site is, it's if there is an airline tragedy, such as a crash, this page is put up in order to help alert uh, friends and family of what the situation is with their loved ones. And when we were designing this, when we first got it, we were like, okay, yeah, let's you know quickly go through it. 
But the more that we talked to the airline, the more that we realized how important this was. Because in these times of, of um, distress and in these times of sort of chaos, you want something that is going to be so well designed and easy to use that for the people who need to use it, uh, they're going to understand what they need to do. And ironically, or not ironically, that's a, incredibly the wrong word to use. Sadly, uh, we did have to use that page about a year after we designed it. There was a tragedy with the airline. Uh, and that page was put up. And so if we had not thought about that, or if we had not designed it well, it could have been received very poorly and could have caused much more stress for the people who were who were already engaged in this horrible situation. And so I think this is just one of those things that you need to think about, especially if designers are saying, no, I want more responsibility. You can't, you almost can't have more responsibility than protecting someone's identity or that at the point that it's compromised to figure out a path to fix that. So we should take those things very seriously. Yeah, exa exactly. And it, it, yeah, it's basically called having a, a recovery plan. It's even when you lose stuff, think about plan B. Uh, you can't just say, oh, well, we'll fix it when we're there because it will happen at some point. And when it will happen, you will be very glad that you thought about it. Then speaking of the idea of this recovery program, I think the second point that we want to make here beyond designers education is designers' ability to communicate or explain things clearly to the user. Yeah, exactly. I think the importance here is twofold. is you as a designer understanding uh, security and how you can uh, do that balancing act between security and design. But then the other part is you have a role towards the user to educate them and to give them those options of a, f of a safe user experience. Um, safe being give them those options. If you know best practices on password uh, security, you can force them in a direction, but you can also give them hints on why you're making this so tedious for uh, the user to fill in their password or choose a new password. It's all about creating that understanding because in, in this case, you're the teacher and they will understand at some point when things uh, when they see things go wrong with other services. So I, I drastically hate two-factor authentication, but I know as a designer why it exists, or I know as someone in technology why it exists. And I like the fact that it's taken extra steps to protect my account. But I can imagine many people don't understand that. It's not clearly articulated why beyond, hi, we're providing you extra security, right? So making it very clear that this is important, these hacks that we're seeing now, whether it's Equifax, whether it's Sony, you know, whether it's Game of Thrones on HBO, these are going to continue to happen. So security is going to become more and more important. So designer's role is going to be important, but as well the ability to express why things are more complicated to the user. Designers always want the most convenient thing for a user. And in this case, uh, a lot of times security is at the, not the opposite end, but getting close to the opposite end of convenience. At two-factor authentication, having to check my phone to get a text message to enter in to a website is not convenient, but it's needed. And I think that's a change that we're going to have to make in mindset and explanation to the user that this isn't something that is you know, a straight line between point A to B, but it is needed to protect yourself. And we are here to protect you in that way. One of the, the great examples that I, that I always like is, it's like people always think that it's a boring thing, but you can actually design these kind of experiences. If you think about Facebook, I don't know if you guys, if you travel a lot and you access your Facebook from a different IP address, maybe when you're traveling to whatever Asia, um, when you log in, it will give you this page where you have to match images of your friends with the names um, so they, they truly understand, uh, they, they, they want to make sure that um, you are that person, you're the right person logging in. And the only way by checking that is by 
pinpointing your own friends out. It's a creative solution to something that can be normally very tedious, but it shows that they care about your situation in a way that is even uh, fun and not that tedious for you to solve. Designing something like that requires attention, requires understanding of procedures. Requires uh, creativity. Exactly. And that's where designers need to, uh, need to start thinking about. Oh, yeah. So I think we're good to wrap this one up. I think the two big takeaways here are designers need to really start, start understanding and investing more time into security of the systems they're designing, as well as understanding how to convey that message out to users, understanding that it will not always be the most convenient or easiest uh, solution, but it is the needed solution. So, Survey, thank you. And we will uh, talk again soon. Yes, ciao, ciao. Bye. Thank you.